How is it over there? It's pretty cool. I mean, during the whole, whole pandemic, it's just kind of like a little weird, but everyone's kind of going back to normal already. So it's just kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah. as an essential worker, it's kind of weird seeing just everyone just kind of like just go out again and just like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Yeah. Right. So you, so, <laughs> yeah. so you, what, what do you do as a, from, uh, as a job? Do you say you're an essential worker? Yeah, I, I just work at like a like a smoothie place. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. You know, food's <laughs> second. Yeah. Third responders to America. Yes, yeah, smoothies are def- <laughs> definitely essential. Definitely <laughs> yeah. essential. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. How you How you doing, dude? How you yeah, doing? yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've been yeah, we've been locked down for a while. I I I basically mm-hmm. I'm basically been jobless since like because mm-hmm. I was working at a television production company and. Well, basically, no mm-hmm. one's making. T- they're not making TV anymore, so it's like um, our. But yeah. then again, I've you know I've been making money at other ways, um, selling stuff on eBay, things like that, and then also just focusing mm-hmm. on creative things, which has been good. So you know, I'm I'm managing. Yeah, yeah. Um, how That's cool, have you been? Um, sort of creativity wise, like I guess with productivity, how has it been in quarantine and? Mm-hmm. I guess managing your job and things like that. At first, it was. I wouldn't say it was depressing. It was just more or less like knowing that you couldn't go out. It was just kind of like knowing you had to stay inside, and everyone had to stay inside. It was kind of like you just couldn't help but feel like lazy, mm-hmm. not doing anything all day. Like you just feel kind of like, man, like I didn't do anything today. It'll be like you know, you wake up and then it'll be like ten. For me, at least, it was just like damn, like I didn't do anything. Yeah. But then I'll be working throughout the days and stuff and um, and all that. But, like, at first it was rough. I didn't do anything creative. Mm-hmm. But then probably in April I started to get back into it, really, get get back into going back to the studio I'm interning ship at to work at near my town. Nice. Um, and just getting back into getting a good schedule mm-hmm. again, you know, because it, it did kind of suck just being indoors. Yeah. And, you know, like I, for me, like I like staying inside, but you know, kind of saying you need to stay inside for a while is just kind of like yeah, like, yeah, it's restrictive, you know? restrictive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say I've had a similar thing. It's like I, I guess mine's more of like a curve. It's like in and out of uh, like some days is good, some days I'm not very productive, and I can f- have that feeling. Where it's like I've done nothing today, and it's just flown by. Yeah, and yeah, the <laughs> days are just merging so like into like one. It's passing so quick. I'd- I don't like that. Sometimes I get lose track or like, I'll even like lose track what I did today mm. or like do today. Like, you know, like, oh yeah, I did do that this morning, you know, or something like that, you know, cause it's just like, for me, it's just more of saying, yeah. it's just like, I don't like that. Part. I swear April, it's I swear weird. April only lasted a week. I swear. <laughs> Dude, like, it was like March, like, oh dang, like the longest three weeks. Like in March, I felt like every week felt like a mm-hmm. month because there was so much happening. And like every week was different. It's like, oh no, like now this is happening. It's like, okay, cool. Now you have to do this. Okay, cool. Next week. Now you also have to do this. And it's just like, yeah. All right. You know? Yeah. It's like, it was just, it was just, ugh. it's weird times. It's such a weird time. Yeah. And I was just like, because it's just funny reflecting how the year started. It's just like the first few days is like, we're going to go to war. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> okay. Like, I guess this is what yeah. we're doing now. And then all of a sudden, you know, two months later, now we have ruined I know. this. Like, I know you forget, you forget about that, like, whole Iran situation, don't you? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like, I, I think, I don't think about it. But, you know, it's just kind of, like, when you think, like, how it started and how stuff was just kind of, like, not good uh, at the start of the year. It's just like, damn. <laughs> this was, like, supposed to be the year, but it's, like, 2020. It's, like, the perfect name yeah. for a year, but it's, yeah. it's just gone down the hill like, so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because I tweeted back in August of last year on my personal account. It was just, like, oh, yeah, 2020 would be the year, you know, because I felt that. Yeah. And then, like, back in, probably, like, I would say two months ago i retweeted it. i was just like yeah it's just funny yeah yeah you gotta laugh you gotta laugh at it haven't you mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, so so how old are you anyway i'm 23 oh same same here yeah nice cool. yeah because um i i sometimes contact these people like um well recently on the podcast i've been reaching out to obviously because of quarantine it's a it sort of forced me to reach out to people more well yeah uh it's been good really and find that a lot of them are a lot younger than me they're like teenagers and things like that so it's quite surprising but it's good to have someone else uh yeah yeah i feel you that it's just it it is funny because when you meet people creatively and they're like oh how old are you like you don't want to ask but you just you know just like yeah like oh you know how old are you it's like oh i'm like 12 and it's like okay yeah <laughs> good work but all right you know it's just weird but yeah it, it's funny though it's nice to meet someone like your age to kind of like i don't know you just have like this mutual of like um it's like know, the time yes yeah, it's, it's like, like the good. timeline you're on the same sort of timeline it's like because mm-hmm. you you sometimes look at celebrities that are like i don't know similar age maybe a year older and you've seen all the stuff they've mm-hmm. achieved at that age and you're like i'm so far off that but You've yeah. got to remember they've they've kind of won a lottery, sort of. They've got a, sort of a bit of luck with their life, and most people don't generally get that success until a bit later. So it's it's yeah. hard comparing um, sometimes, it especially as a creative, because you get a bit, I don't know, uninspired when you think, oh, they've already done that at that age, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's always good to um, find people that sort of on a similar level at similar age, and you just like you know you can re- you can yeah. relate better. I think there's just, yeah, there's just more relatability. Mm -hmm. Because, like, maybe even, like, two years younger, I feel like there can be, like, a different, like, mindset Mm -hmm. or, like, a different, like, a, I wouldn't say, like, consciousness. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's not on the same level. Yeah. Yeah, because, I don't know, there's a lot of growing up from, like, late teens to maybe mid well, i haven't reached my mid-20s just yet but i can feel a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I can... I'm I'm so different to how I was say five years ago, you know. Yeah, same. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and what was good for me, I I kept like a journal. I started a journal when I was like eighteen, and I, I did it quite regularly. And just reading back some of the uh, posts, it's like it makes you cringe, but at the same time, you can mm-hmm. see like how much you've grown in that time. Mm. Yeah, you're like, damn, I wouldn't even be worried about. That. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so whereabouts in California do you live then? I live in the Central Valley, well, kind of like the middle of California. Okay. It, you know, I'm not like in a big city. No. I'm like in a farmer town kind of. Okay. Okay. California. Yeah. 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 So, like, I kind of um, romanticized California a little bit because as mm-hmm. a kid, I watched a lot of American TV shows, you know, and yeah, yeah. and I had this like romantic. I always wanted to go to America. I haven't been yet. I've been to Canada, mm-hmm. uh, Vancouver, I've been, mm-hmm. but I haven't actually yeah. been to America yet. Um, but yeah, coming from like what, I, like I don't know, I I did romanticize America quite a lot 
But then I guess growing up a bit, I started to see, I don't know, sort of a more darker side, I guess, with learning more about like the politics and things like that. Yeah. And especially your healthcare system, that's a massive off put for me. <laughs> no, yeah, because in a way I kind of feel like, well, I didn't romanticize my own country, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, oh, you grow up thinking like, wow, it's so cool, mm-hmm. you know, like as a kid, you know, obviously, you know, tell you like how great it is. And then when you get older, you're just kind of like, oh, now you see the faults and like the holes and just like, mm, yeah, okay. You know, like, I mean, what can you do, you know, but it's just kind of like, as long as you see it for what it is, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's just better to be that than to be like oh wow like it's so great yeah and i guess you have you have really nice weather all year round do you yeah i mean kind of where i live i just feel like (laughs) i feel like the middle of california is just like the hottest yes in the state it just gets hot yeah hot hot oh are you not near like sometimes are you not near the are you not near the coast are you kind of more inland i am more inland but i the nearest coast or beach area is like two hours away. Oh, okay. Two and a half hours. Which is no, not, it's too, not bad, too bad. Honestly. Yeah. 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 But if you want to go there, you know, to the beach, or just you know, drive. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because here in, in where I live, it's we barely we mm-hmm. bet it's a rare day when we get sun. I'll I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Really? It's it rains. I'd say more than half of the year. Um, Dang. But when it is nice, it is it is cool because I we. Um, my city's like a, basically a coastal city, um, and we're like an hour from a beach, so it's 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 nice when it is sunny. But those day those yeah. days are rare here in England. So hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we're at in England. Um, it's Plymouth. I don't know if you've heard of it, Plymouth. Uh-huh. Basically, it's 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 actually the city where the Pilgrims last took off to find America. Oh really? Yeah, and there's a big. There was supposed to be a big celebration this year because this is, this is 400 years since they set sail. I think so. We were supposed to have like this big tourist influx. I think this year, but that that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Now. <laughs> 2020 happened. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's where I'm from. Um, cool. And it's uh, it's quite a long way from anywhere else in the UK as well. It's um four hours like from london and things like that so okay. it's kind of secluded and it's uh creative opportunities aren't a lot so i've i've had to sort of make my own in yeah. a way which hasn't been bad it's yeah. been a good learning curve but um i bet it's, it's being secluded it has sort of helped our coronavirus um numbers because we haven't had a lot at, at mm. all we're quite low down in terms of locations mm. in the uk so yeah. so you know weigh up your pros and cons of it so yeah yeah this has kind of been proof of that um what's your um sort of area like in terms of creativity creativity at first i didn't know about this when i started you know when i first ventured out into music mm-hmm. i was just kind of feeling like oh i'm the only one you know because mm-hmm. i didn't really know anybody i'm both i wasn't like a popular dude but more or less i just knew some people and then those people knew other people mm-hmm. but you know so I just kind of was just focusing on my own thing until later on, maybe like two years, uh, maybe like a year ago, I started to kind of see what's been happening around my town, meaning like creative, creativity wise, like the people, artists who's, who's, who's also kind of making music like me. And I met a few of them this past year and they're really cool. You know, they're really talented and it's just really, it's just really interesting to like feel like 
as I was doing this, thinking I was alone, but you know, when I met these people, they've been at it probably like the same amount of years, mm. or maybe just just as longer, shorter than I am, you know. But like, it's just neat to kind of know that, like, wow, like they've gone through it too, you know. They've gone through like the beginning stages of kind of sucking at it, and then as you go on, you just kind of get better, and you know, yeah, over, over time. Yeah, it's it's good to have people around you, isn't it? Doing the sort of same mm-hmm. thing, it kind of pushes you to keep going, yeah. you know. Yeah, like having the same, um, what do you say, like kind of passion and drives is just really inspiring. You know, you'll see like one buddy just like, wow, like I like how he did that. Like I want to incorporate that somehow, you know. I just get influenced little by little by everybody. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's what kind of why I started this podcast was to reach out to creatives. Um, I was, but finding them was really hard because I yeah, literally, yeah. I'd searched my city on Instagram, like the geo thing and then sort of mm-hmm. flick through see if i could see any cool pictures of people doing cool cool shit and and yeah. then i just messaged them and see if they wanted to come on and it, it was a lot of no's and a, a few yeses but the, yeah. some of the yeses were really good and it's mm-hmm. it's it has pushed me to keep going with sort of making content because you can bounce ideas off and you can get i feel like creatives as a whole any art people do you can really get good I don't. The process is always sort of similar and the same. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, because I do music as well as uh, video. Like I do, mm-hmm. I sort of brand myself as a visual audio artist. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So I'd say I do sixty percent visual, forty percent audio, and it's just balancing the two. I feel like that they go sort of hand in hand, so it kind of works well. Yeah, because for me, before I was, before I even became like a musician, producer, and all that, mm-hmm. like I started, I was an artist, you know, like I drew a lot as a kid. I started drawing when I was eight, and you know, because I liked, um, well, I started, the reason why I started drawing is because I saw like gorillas, you know, I saw the music video for mm-hmm. So Good Ink, and I was just like, wow, like that's so cool, like the music's cool too, you know, like it's not like watered down, like, you know what I mean? Like it's cool, like it's legit but with also like some cool characters mm-hmm. and visuals so as a kid to me that was just like wow that's so sick so you know ever since then i've been drawing really nice. just like you know copying it referencing it, and then doing my own stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just how i learned was just kind of copying the reference images they had and you know as i got older it just kind of you know grew into a fashion i liked and then i got into music you know and it goes kind of goes back to when you say balancing you know because i started off doing art and like you know a little bit of animation too and then when i went to music i just put in all my focus and energy on that i still drew a bit when i got into it but you know it was just i had more fun doing like audio stuff yeah so i got into it and then and now i'm trying to find a balance between both so like the single that my um song that came out watching cartoons mm-hmm. i drew that like you know i just wanted to kind of get back into like because I used to do that a lot in high school. So I took like photoshopping class, graphic design classes and all that. So I just want to kind of get back into that flow of creativity again and just kind of, um, I don't know, just have fun with it again, really. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel um, that you can sometimes feel like a jack of all trades, master of none at times. But I, mm-hmm. I feel like these days it's good to have um, those multiple outputs because... I don't know if you, if you get tired of one you can then move to the other and you're not um getting bored of one if you know and like feel like you're burnt out 
and mm-hmm. and it kind of like with with that with the drawing and things like that you i'd say the artwork's really good for the watching cartoons I, oh, you know, yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so it kind of go, that again goes hand in hand you can you know you, you have that whole like the whole art is like from you you know it's like feels yeah. more whole than you know someone else doing the artwork for you i feel like it's more or less more control you mm-hmm. know since i since it's like the audio i can kind of well, I wouldn't say match it up with the music, but you know what I mean? I can have a better idea visually for, you know, what I want it to, how I want it to be projected, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, I, I get that sometimes. Like when feeling inspired by something visual to make something, like make music and things like that, it kind of mm-hmm. helps. Because I know, I know Frank Ocean has, I know he does a similar method where he, makes a song from like a picture of a car or something like that. I read that in, I think his magazine that he put out. But yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it interesting. is interesting. Yeah. Um, so when did you start making music? How old were you when you sort of ventured into that? I want to say maybe when I was 15. Okay. When I was 15, because, you know, in the, in the computer classes, you know, the art classes, we had bats. And so maps, all Mac would come at GarageBand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, naturally when I, you know, had my stuff done, I was just like, I'm just going to mess around in this, you know, just for fun. And I mean, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, but I mean, it was just kind of figuring it out really. It wasn't like I made a song like, oh, wow, like I'm so talented. It was just kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah. just want to mess with it, see how it works. And I was kind of like, uh, more or less, I was just playing the drum kits, mm-hmm. you know, just like on the keyboard, yeah. like on the, what's it called? You know, like a little keyboard mm-hmm. and all that, using that as like its own keyboard. So, yeah, that was really it. And then not until one of my friends saw that I had an interest. It was it was in a dance class I was in. It was it was for um, I'm not a dancer. It was just like a substitution for PE. <laughs> my um sophomore year. Yeah. So you know, in in that class, he noticed that I had like, you know, just urge because I kept kind of taking my friend's MacBook just to kind of like do stuff mm-hmm. on it. He's like, hey, like there's like this program called Mixcraft. It's kind of like GarageBand. But it's just like for PC and stuff. And I was like, okay. So, you know, after he told me that day, I, you know, got my computer, you know, I had for school and I downloaded it on there. And then from then on, I just kind of learned it and just had fun with it, really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I kind of sparked. And that, that year, I also got a bass, too. So, oh, nice. You know, yeah. That's when I also started to learn. Oh, so you, you played the, play, play the bass as well? Yeah, my main instrument is bass, I would say, because I started out, I, I did try to play guitar when I was younger, but that was when I was like eight, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I just feel like when you're a kid, you're, you don't really take things as serious no, like that, no, you're just yeah. like, oh, whatever, or like the patience, or like the dedication mm-hmm. to learn, it was like, oh, whatever, you know, but it wasn't until I got older, you know, when I was 15, I was like, you know what, I want to play bass, because I just feel like it's just, I like I like how heavy it is, I like how it can just be the glue, you know, for me, I personally like heavy bass. So, you know, when I make music, I like having it kind of be how, you know, how I say it, how I like it, you know. Yeah. It fills up the room and just, you know, glues everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. The, like, low end's probably the mo- one of the most important parts of the of the song, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, especially a beat, because I know the voice is supposed to be more high end, isn't it? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I don't know, I just, I just really like rhythm. Mm-hmm. really rhythmic yeah nice um what's your sort of um future career aspirations um do you want to take music is music something you want to pursue professionally or 
yeah, I really do want to pursue that professionally and, you know, play shows. And not only that, but just also just collaborate and make music with other other artists, too. Mm-hmm. You know, just just have, like, this... Um, just just having... Um, what is it called? I just like working with people in general, really. You know? Yeah. Like, I like, like you know, I like working with people and just being inspired by other people, too, just working with them. It's just amazing. Sometimes I wouldn't even have to work on a project with someone. Just seeing someone work is also inspiring too yeah just even watching is inspiring to me yeah it's like i guess you see different ways of how people do things because i I don't know about you but i i've self-taught myself a lot of the the creative things i do anyway and it's Mm -hmm. so you've kind of i don't know like some people just do things way different to what you do like i i've found well even watching people on like youtube tutorials and things like that Mm -hmm. was a very helpful exercise for me oh yeah yeah Mm-hmm. definitely because i i learned a lot of stuff mainly from youtube mm-hmm. you know that's how i kind of got into kind of um dedicating myself to play bass because i would look up videos at the time it's just crazy because they didn't like youtube just has a lot of stuff you can learn so yeah you know, so, a lot much, of people don't know so that. much stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy yeah yeah it's, it's such a like i like I don't know, but like years ago, that it didn't exist, did it? So people couldn't learn these things, and now, yeah. now you can learn so much in such a short space of time, which is just crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So your new your new single, watching cartoons, came out. It came out mm-hmm. last week or the, this week. This, the week. This past Friday. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. This past Friday. Um. Tell me a bit about the track, like the process of making it things like that i actually made this song pretty recently in february Mm -hmm. so like beginning of february i found this loop from like a production um like these people that make packs you know what packs are from you yeah yeah, yeah. like they are yeah yeah so they make packs and stuff so i just downloaded like their free pack and i was just like oh cool so like the beginning of the song like the chord thing that's part of the pack so i got that and i was like okay you know cool so then you know i put the beat over it and then i got my acoustic guitar recorded it because i just felt like i don't know i just felt very like um not woody but like a kind of like a just a chill warm texture sound that i was kind of going for so i used my acoustic guitars that track is pretty minimal i would say only has like maybe 10 tracks 11 tracks but i i think keeping it simple made me more focused and made it easier to um i guess not finish it but you know i mean just to kind of complete it like laying it mm-hmm. out, how the sound, the layout, and all that. It started out as a jam, and then later that night when I had started it, I was trying to write lyrics to it, and it wasn't like the melody that I had started with wasn't you know how the final mm-hmm. one is, which is kind of like damn, like it's crazy. So then I was like, all right, you know what, I'll just sleep it off. So then I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning, I go to it, and. And this, the chorus just kind of came to me in a sense. Like I was, I like, I like writing my stuff on notepads sometimes when I can, because it just feels um, just more natural mm. and more creative to like have something written. And plus, if you need to take out something, you just scribble it instead of typing. But and I don't know. That was like that. That song was the first time I kind of done that in a sense. Like made it, and like I don't know. It just it just kind of came to me, you know. And writing it. It was, it's, it's mainly about watching cartoons, you know, when I was a kid, that's how I would, you know, watch, yeah. you know, I like watching cartoons. I like watching TV because, you know, my parents are always busy and I would always get dropped off at my grandma's and, you know, 
there was always a TV there. So, you know, I'd be watching like PBS kids or like Nick, you know, all that. And, um, you know, it was cool because that's just like the feeling just to kind of think back and think like, damn, like that's how it felt, you know, just watching cartoons or just, you know, watching something you like. It's just like an escape, you know, yeah. that, that's what it really is. It's just like an escape. And the verses are just kind of about like, I wouldn't say the darker parts, but more or less like the thoughts you try to distract yourself from, mm-hmm. you know, like kids being mean to you at school or like your parents fighting, you know, and then you're just like TV, yeah. you know, this is, this is what I want to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. What was, what was your favorite cartoons then growing, growing up? I would say SpongeBob, yeah. Fairly Odd Parents, yeah. um, Courage Cowardly Dog. I'm trying to think of Cartoon Network cartoons. I I watched a lot of Cartoon Network too. Mm-hmm. Like I watched a lot of Disney Channel. Yeah. Like, those three channels are like the main yeah. courses. That was like my channel. <laughs> that was the same. Same. Same here. We had <laughs> I would, Cartoon yeah, Network, Nickelodeon, so Disney. Weird. Yeah. That was the best. Yeah. If something if something good wasn't on or something I didn't really like, I'll just like oh, let's see what Nick or Disney yeah. has to do. Yeah. Did you? Did you watch? Um, it's not a cartoon, but the amount, the Amanda show. Yeah, yeah. I remember like. Yeah, that was yeah. that was yeah. that was one of because it was it, that was Dan Schneider as well who made obviously went on to make Drake and Josh and then iCarly, Victorious. Um, but a lot like no one, no one I grew up with watched that. I was like one of the really? only ones like in my year. I just, year I just remember like how how wacky it, it was, it was you know? so it was, so, it was like... so dumb but so genius at the same time it was so <laughs> yeah. funny i even what like even yeah. going back on youtube and watching it now it's it's it makes me laugh so much i just feel like it just that's that's what kind of shaped millennial humor yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. and um yeah spongebob's the the one probably i don't think any other cartoon really comes comes close <laughs> yeah. to spongebob that that just dominated mm-hmm. our tv for for years yeah, yeah definitely and um yeah on i think disney channel uh, uh the the main ones when i well we, we were probably on the same ones with like that's a, that's mm-hmm. a raven uh hannah yeah, montana yeah. the sweet life of zach and cody they were they were just mm-hmm. like yeah i think disney i don't know if disney was my became my favorite because mm-hmm. i don't know but they they did have they did have some good shows though like you know mm-hmm. I mean, it did have some pretty good. No, yeah, and I've been watching them back on Disney Plus as well recently. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Hannah yeah. Montana is still so funny. I can, <laughs> <laughs> and we were watching because um, uh-huh. I, I, I must have been like ten years old when it came out. But High School Musical, yeah. like, I was, I was into that, which is kind of mm-hmm. it's a bit embarrassing to admit, but it it, it just mm-hmm. happened, you know. Like I wouldn't say I was into it, but I did like watching it. It was kind of like a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. when I was a kid, you know, when you're just like. Like, no, I don't like this, like singing and stuff. But you're like, it's kind of yeah. Cool. <laughs> the songs are kind of catchy, yeah. I guess. And we, all... but like, and I, <laughs> my sister was more into it. Yeah, kind of used her. To yeah, watch it. yeah. <laughs> it was a good excuse to watch it. I didn't, I yeah. didn't have a sister, so I, 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 I had to just go into it, you know. <laughs> but then yeah. we were, we also watched Camp Rock the other day, and oh my god, that is so bad. I can't believe how bad it was. <laughs> Oh, there's there's uh-huh. this one scene you've got to see because it's like related to sort of music production, um, where this mm-hmm. this girl's like playing her beat and it's so bad. It's like it's it's almost like someone dubbed it on the internet to make like a funny video. It's that bad. It's I I have to send it to you after this because it it, oh, no. it made me laugh okay. so much. Sure. It was so bad, but uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I, I what like even watching the shows back now, it just brings back you know memories and things like that. 
Mm-hmm. And you, you yeah. just forget how good it was, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's it's good. Sometimes it's just like, mm, maybe it was just better as a memory. But not all of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not all of them. Um, so would you consider yourself part of sort of the lo-fi community online? Uh, I kind of want to start off that way, but I also want to venture out in just different sounds because I like... For me personally, I like a lot of different music ranging mm-hmm. from hip hop to rock, like Chili Peppers, you know, or like electronic early two thousands music, yeah. um, like the gangster rap. Because I, I grew up with a lot of different music. My dad, mostly from my dad, I got like a lot of hip hop, alt rock, and electronic dance. And then from my uncles, I got like the indie stuff, the more like indie, like more like the indie realm that I had. I wouldn't hear from my dad. Mm-hmm. You know? So I was just exposed to like all this kind of music. And for me as a kid, I just felt like I was just like a sponge, just kind of like taking it all in, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really like, I didn't really, um, I wouldn't say I was reactive to it, but more or less, I just kind of just kept quiet and just listened. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, so all those, all that different kind of music, it's just like inspiring, like, you know, that's what I want to do, you know? So with the lo-fi, I kind of, I like starting off like that because, you know, that's what's trending right now. And I do like it myself, you know. It's fun and it's just it's just really laid back, and I like and I like kind of doing it in, um, you know, like oh how about we do it this way or how about I never heard like a lo-fi like this, you know, kind of making it kind of changing it mm. a bit, but not too much, you know, because I sing on it and I know it's mostly instrumental, but you know it's just it's just fun. Yeah. To kind of break break the the boundary, I guess the genre boundary, I guess I don't know, you call it, but you know, yeah, I, I like pushing it. Though. Yeah, I, I what I like about it is the sort of just the DIY uh, elements like you know you can easily get into it and the community mm-hmm. so even though it's kind of built on sort of a what's the word it's not like depressing but sort of you know it's like mm-hmm. that sad sort of vibe to it mm-hmm. there's still a very sort of positive community I find and a, yeah. a lot of people are just very it's very I don't know welcoming and mm-hmm. I don't know I find that because my channel itself, I've kind of built it on slowed reverbs. Yeah. Yeah, and um, just the comments I get is it's crazy, like sort of the community feel I've built, and it's that's sort yeah. of what I wanted to do with my channel was like sort of builds this sort of community and things like that. So yeah, that is, that's, that's a cool, big yeah. appeal of it. Mm-hmm. And you were saying you're influenced by a lot of genres. Um, mm-hmm. I to myself. Um, am because my dad was into all the british 80s music that's what Mm -hmm. a lot i got from him i found rap myself through Mm -hmm. i don't know i think i'm just watching mtv and things like that Mm -hmm. um and then there's just a whole load of genres that have just come to me through you know our consumption of music's been way different to what our parents grew up with so we've had so much access to it but i can find Mm it like when i go to make a song i I changed my mind so many times what I want to make. So it's like, you know, I want to make a song like Travis Scott or then it will change mm-hmm. from, I want to make a song like, I don't know, the, the 1975, something like that. Yeah. 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 It's just so different. And then, you know, you learn in techniques from one genre, but, and then I don't know, you want to go into another one. It's like, sometimes mm-hmm. it can be kind of overwhelming. I don't know if you find that as well. Mm-hmm. In a, I kinda, in, in a sense, I kind of know what you mean. Cause like, cause when I started making lo-fi, it's kind of funny, but like, I was like, when I first wanted to get into it back in 2018, I look up a video, you know, you know how to have tutorials and all that, to how to make mm-hmm. stuff. 
And so I look one up, you know, I was following along with it and, you know, they went, they said like, um, in the video, they were like, oh, you know, um, to find samples, just, you know, I put like a link in the description for this playlist. It was just like a YouTube thing on a, or a YouTube, thing, a YouTube playlist link that, you know, where you can just grab samples from you know, mm -hmm. to start your production. So in the video, I went, you know, as I was watching the video, you know, I stopped it and then I went to go look for some samples and stuff. And then I found this one thing. I was listening to it and I was kind of like, I like how it sounded, but then I just wanted like that one part in the song just, just to be by itself, but it didn't have that chance at the beginning. So I just, I don't know what compelled me to listen to it, but I just listened to it all the way through just to see. It was just kind of like an old, like I would say maybe like 60s, 70s, you know, kind of like elevated music. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of chill, it's orchestra, you know, all that. But like towards the end, I got the sample that I wanted and it's actually the sample I got for Melting Pot, one of my other songs that's up. But that song was supposed to be a lo-fi song and I couldn't make it. I don't know why mm -hmm. it was weird. Like, it was just kind of like, I want to make this, but I made this instead. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, like, like, for me, I, I, don't, I don't get kind of like... Um, like it doesn't stop me like i'll keep going and then i'll step back like that's not what i wanted but, but okay. yeah but it is yeah. what it is it, it became itself i guess yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah no yeah i get i've i've had that a lot where i want to make a track it just turns out completely different <laughs> to what i set out it to be but <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't know sometimes i want to keep to like sort of one aesthetic and just have like my sound but it changes so often i get inspired by so many different mm -hmm. things it can just change and change but maybe yeah. that's part of the process you know and maybe I get too, you know, you can sometimes get in your head too much about it. Yeah, especially that, because it's the reason why I named, you know, I came up with the name Subtle Waves is because, like, I just, like, having all these subtleties that inspire me, just put it into, like, my work, you know. Mm. Just, you could, it could be for music, art, whatever, you know, just anything, just subtly just put it into, like, my work, you know. Yeah. I feel like, because mm -hmm. your name is very, it kind of suits the lo-fi genre in a way. Because yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's just got that ring to it, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, with with your name, do do you get people call you like subtle wave? And do you find that do you find that weird in a way? Because I find I found that with my name because my uh, name's not even like a name at all. And yeah, because um, I've directed music videos for local artists and they call me by that it's like Star Milk. They call me Star Milk, so yeah. it's it's a bit weird, but you know. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I met I met like a comedian on on the internet and like, you know, what, I had that as my username just to kind of promote myself, just pretty much just kind of like meet people and be like, oh hey, like listen to my track, mm -hmm. you know. But like, I just ended up making more friends and they like they like my stuff though too, and, and they call me subtle. It's just kind of funny, yeah. it's weird. Just like, hey subtle, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, cool. yeah. It it's pr <laughs> it probably takes some getting used to. That's what I found. It's kind of neat. Yeah. It's kind of like a nickname or like a. And no, no, it's, you know, it's another thing to call you, really. Yeah, that you're not used to. Yeah, yeah, because I, 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 I don't know whether I want Star Milk to be like me, mm -hmm. my individual, or to build it into sort of like a, um, a brand, like its own sort of yeah. entities. I, I'm sort of struggling with that in a way, but I'm just gonna yeah. just keep, you know, doing things until I figure out what I actually want to do with that. Yeah. I, I think that's how I started out too. It was just, I just, at first I wanted to do production, but I didn't know what I wanted to do with it really. You know, I knew that I was, I had an ear for it, but I wasn't like good at mixing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I had, I had good like um, instrumental, I was really good instrumentally wise, you know, music wise, but just not mixing. Wise. Yeah. Mi sense. Mixing is, you know? oh, <laughs> like you, 
you spend so much time learning how to like make a beat and you're like, yeah, this is good, this is good. And then, then mm-hmm. there's like the whole mixing part and you're just like, oh God, this is, so, <laughs> there's so much to I just, it. I basically polished the yeah. yeah. I, I ruined, I ruined so many tracks because I thought, because you know, when you're, <laughs> I don't know, like when I was first doing that, I was like, I don't know what I was doing. No, here. yeah. So like these, the EQing, I would just hella like, like turn it up, <laughs> and like, you know, just see what it did and be like, Okay, cool. Leave it at that, and I'll listen back to like my old mixes. I'm just kind of like, like I I have the right idea, but yeah. But it just shows that like even from three years ago, damn, it's just um, how compared to like my recent song now compared to like my first track I ever mixed with my friend. It's just it's just incredible, like the growth and like the process. Yeah, yeah, I find that like I'm glad I've kept loads of my old beats on like a hard drive and listening back. You like you can see like how far you've come you know because sometimes i guess doing it just doing it you don't feel that growth because it's so gradual yeah but then go mm-hmm. like step back a year to the beats you were making you can kind of be like oh yeah i've definitely got a lot better yeah like you can just be like whoa like yeah that sounds i'm way better now than i was then yeah yeah it's it's a good mm. thing um so to end it um i i kind of to come uh to sort of go with this episode i get, get the guests to sort of make a um spotify playlist of mm-hmm. songs uh like 20 songs you you listen to at the moment um so what what sort of what have you been listening to lately that's come out in the last week or maybe old stuff lately, old stuff uh, you've dived into i would say let me get my phone real quick I'll just I'll just look in my Spotify. No, yeah, yeah. I'll be like spacing <laughs> out, you know. So I have like a playlist called Indie Bops, mm-hmm. and I just I think the song I really I actually found this year, but it came out in 2018. But I found it. It's but it's called Can I Call You Tonight by Dayglow, and I it just came on on YouTube. Like you know when you just have music videos on and it'll just kind of pl- automatically mm-hmm. play. So it was just like an indie like a music not playlist but mix or whatever. And that song came on, and the video was pretty funny. But I mean, like, just the music though, I was like, it's pretty sick. Like, it's almost like 80s influence, but also very modern to you. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's what I really liked it because I really like spacey sounds, and it had like yeah. a lot of spacey reverb and like basically all the like uh, ear candy to me that I just like. Okay, so we just lost Soto Wave there. Um, we did get back to him actually. But I forgot to hit record again as I stopped recording when we lost him. So we lost the whole end to um, a show. It was a good end as well. We spoke some good things. Um, but I guess that's lost now. I didn't want to like repeat ourselves because it wouldn't have been sort of genuine. Uh, but we did do a little end to that and we went back to where we were. So here's the rest of that um, conversation. Hello. Man, I, I I was gutted. I was like, that was such that was such a good end, and I just didn't hit record because I cause I was actually record. I was I was recording for a while, like after it after it cut out, and then I was like, right, I'll stop it until we call again, and I just never hit record again. <laughs> it's, it's like it's I was just, just I was just thinking like, damn, such a little thing to because I'm just like sometimes I'll record my friends, and I'll just be like. That was a good take, bro. It's like, yeah, let me see it. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't record. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, it yeah, again. it's just like such amateur things, and you just do it. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> no, you're yeah. good. Man. No, it's all good though. All right, so space, spacey feel spacey. again. We're going back again. So what I would say, spacey feels. 
spacey sounds and like effects are like ear candy to me. So, you know, that song, it just drew me, drew me in, you know? And so after I got drawn in or drawn into it, um, I was, I just got into his music basically, Dayglow and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of really great album, really good. He, he's also an indie artist and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. But like, I haven't heard, it's just, it's just crazy. Cause yeah. I was just saying, I haven't heard of Dayglow actually. Yeah, yeah. Like I haven't heard of him either until you know when that came up on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's he's like cool, like you know, he's like a cool, chill, pretty, like um, like nerdy white dude, but he's just like so like cool." Mm-hmm. But yeah, nice to me, and I kind of see myself in that because you know, it's like yeah, yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. cool. Cool. So yeah, I'll, I'll just get you to send me uh, a list of twenty songs or whatever on Spotify, and I'll, I'll put it out with the um this episode of course and yeah i'll probably call it like subtle subtle picks yeah yeah no worries you got whole (laughs) big creative freedom on that yeah yeah Yeah. cool okay so um uh we'll wrap the show up there thank you guys for watching thank you for coming on taking the time out thank you for having me appreciate it thank you for your time no worries enjoy the rest of your day Mm -hmm. you too man have a good one bye